Oh, another small future monk. Look at that, no hair. How cute! <laughs> Good morning, everyone. How are you all? Mm. So, what shall we talk about today? Anyone has any questions? Yes, too. Thank you, Master. I have a question about compassion and uh, afflicted. So, about what? Compassion and afflicted. Compassion and affliction. Okay. Compassion. Okay. Thank you. Being uh, compassionate or and being afflicted. Yeah. Uh, has to do with the husband or? So last Sunday, uh, my husband found a... Your husband? Oh, so it's the husband. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, he found uh, a, a dead, dead animal body in a backyard. Okay. So, so uh, it looks like a cat uh, was trying to dig a hole beneath our uh, shed. And okay. uh, his uh, neck or head got stuck. So, yeah. Um, so when we got there, we we pretty sure he's dead already. Okay. So I feel very sad because I have a cat uh, in mm -hmm. my house. So uh, and the I'm, cat, your cat, uh, wasn't aware of uh, the uh, other cat. Yeah, I think so. So yours is like a house cat. The other is like outdoors cat. Actually, it's not a cat. <laughs> The dead, the dead body is not cat. It turns out it's a bunny. So it's a, uh, it's a long story. Uh, so uh, I, I, I felt very upset and uh, I dare not to get closer to check it out. So we decided to call the animal control and to deal it's with- It's a dead cat. Why would you call animal control? Because the Chinese I, are abusing our American system. <laughs> <laughs> because I'm, I'm a little scared to get close to touch the dead body. And your husband was scared too? He, he was preparing to do that, but uh, we don't know how to put to the, in the trash bin or dig a hole. We, we're not sure. Um, what do you think the cat wants? Does he mind you throw him in like a trash bin? Yeah, I, I don't think it's the proper way to deal with that, the body. So, but I, I was scared. Okay. Uh, so uh, my question is, do you think the cat would mind? Uh, I don't know. The rest of you, do you think the cat would mind if you, know, you toss its body into the trash bin? Okay, well, let's not answer that. Continue. Um, so we back to the house, to our house, and uh, so my husband asked, "Shall we send it to your temple?" 
And my temple? Yeah. Your temple? Yeah, master's temple. Oh. <laughs> and uh, I, I know he wants Sounds help. Sounds like abuse, temple abuse. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I, I know he wants help. So I, I, I said, uh, recite the rebirth mantra, but uh, I don't want to get into trouble. So I didn't say, I will do that. Uh, he didn't respond. And, but I just reset the rebirth mantra in silence um, for a while, and I felt better. Mm -hmm. So the next day, the animal controller came to my house. Mm -hmm. It turns out it's, an, it's not a cat, it's a bunny. It's, it's a bunny? Yeah, it's weird. It's, it's not like a wild bunny. The, the guy from animal control said maybe a pet bunny, but I... Who ran away and then and chose to live in your house? Yeah, maybe I I don't know. So yeah, the the guy just uh, took the body away. So okay, just like that, no hassle. He says, "Why did you bother me with a dead bunny?" <laughs> yeah. So I, I never dealt with animal control. Please, uh, please teach me. He wasn't upset. I don't think so. Okay. okay. He, he, he looks very calm down, cool down. Okay, okay, okay. So, yeah, yeah so my question... W was he Chinese? No. Uh, it's an Asian face, but... See, I, see, I knew it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Oh. So, yeah, so... What I know is it's not a cat. I feel released. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I... Maybe it's a discrimination <laughs> about okay. a different life. Yeah. Yeah. It's You're not partial cat. to cats. We all know that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So my question is so when we saw or we feel others being suffer, we will I will upset uh, maybe tears up and uh, I want to help. Is that uh, afflicted by mm -hmm. by what had happened or mm -hmm. is a Okay. Sort of compassion, so that's my question. The affliction you, what you felt, was it affliction or compassion? Yeah. Is the question? Yeah. Thank you, Master. You're welcome. <laughs> what do you think? Is it affliction or compassion? You You understand? What is, was that affliction or compassion? Dạ, yeah. yeah, A-di-đà Phật, có nghĩ là cả hai. Tức là khi mình thấy thì mình thương hại nó, thì mình tìm cách giải quyết vấn đề. Xong thì thôi, không có để vương vấn lại trong lòng. Nó thành phiền não. A metaphor, Master, I think is both is that once we feel pity for the animal, we try to find a way to resolve the problem. After it's finished, it's done, uh, that's it. We don't hang on to uh, the thought. That's become affliction. Okay, anyone else? 
Is it of compassion or affliction? Hmm? Hey, don't get distracted. He's cute, but you know, it's no time to get distracted. You have a cute boy who has no hair. Is it a boy or girl? Guy and guy? Guy, see, a boy. He looks, he'll be a very handsome monk. <laughs> okay, anyone else? Is it, is it compassion or is it affliction? What is it? Hmm? Which one do you want? Do you want it to be affliction or you want it to be compassion? Uh, I want to be compassion. You want to be compassion. You don't want it to be affliction at all. Uh, I, in this case, I don't mind being afflicted. Oh, so you want Thank both? You. See, if you have compassion, you also want affliction. I I don't want affliction, but uh, if uh, be a compassion. It uh, means you will be afflicted. I don't mind be afflicted. You just answer yourself. Compassion is an affliction. What else is it? You feel compassionate because you have an affliction. But it's a good affliction. Okay? Uh, it's a different kind of affliction. When people talk of affliction, it's out of ignorance. You afflicted because you didn't know better. Okay? You don't realize it. You afflicted because you're confused. You're not supposed to be afflicted, but because you're confused, that's why you're afflicted. Is, is it clear? Okay? The nature of all our affliction is that it, it arises from confusion. We confuse about the facts, about life. That's why we get afflicted. If we have no confusion, you have no affliction at all. Is that clear? Okay. So what is compassion? Compassion is you feel pity for someone. There's somewhere inside of you who says, I feel bad for this person. You know, he has no hair. He must be cold right now inside of me. You know, uh, and so, so the the compassion is a form of affliction. Okay, well, what's how is it different? Affliction have different kinds. I'm glad you brought it up. We never brought this up because I assume you have wisdom, so we don't need to talk about it. <laughs> okay, but compassion is an affliction. But what kind of affliction is it? Affliction that arises from your wisdom. When you have wisdom, you're supposed to have affliction as well. Where's a good affliction? Okay, uh, don't get me wrong. It's, uh, I may sound like for all of you out there on the web and internet that 
I'm full of it, okay? That one side of affliction is bad, and the other side of affliction is good. No, it's about your state of mind. If your mind is confused and you get afflicted, then it's a bad thing. When your mind has wisdom and you get afflicted, it's a good thing, isn't it? Yes? Is that about uh, how, how do you to do? Like, uh, you, after you be afflicted, you, you, you to help others, uh, or you just uh, complain others? That's uh, different? Yeah, you have a choice. When you, let's say you feel compassionate, okay? And then, and then, you, then you get afflicted because it compels you to do something, okay? And so you have a choice. He said, this is what I choose to do. It's from the state of a mind of wisdom. It could be anything you choose to do. You could call animal control. You could, uh, you could uh, bump, uh, dump it in a trash bin. You could uh, tell your husband, uh, uh, you take care of it, okay? Whatever, okay? So it's nothing fixed at all. It depends. All that matters is that when your mind is clear, when you're clear-headed, whatever affliction that arises uh, will be a good thing, good form of affliction. Just because you have wisdom doesn't mean you have no longer have afflictions. At least as far as I know, you don't become like stone or wood or something. You still have feelings, you still have afflictions. Hmm? Okay? Uh, that's why some afflictions are good and some afflictions are not good. That's all. Hmm? That's life. Anything else? Hmm. Okay, uh, you too. Two questions. The first one is from Diego. When we recite rebirth mantra and transfer the merit and virtue for a dead animal, are we meddling? Of course you are. Next question is from Din Tai. When a person feels pity, doesn't that mean that they are justifying their suffering and not taking responsibility? When a person feels what? Pity. What? Pity. P-I-T-Y. Pity. 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 Repeat the question. When a person feels pity, doesn't that mean that they are justifying their suffering and not taking responsibility? I don't know. <laughs> When you feel pity, do you feel that you justify? Ask yourself, when you have pity, are you justifying? Everyone's thinking. Yeah? What is justifying?
What does it mean to justify? Wei Mount. Good morning, Master. Um, it's a curious word, pity, because it kind of makes me feel as though it's like uh, you feel sorry for someone. And you never feel that way? No, I do. Um, you feel sorry so for someone and there's struggling? nothing that can be done or nothing you can do. So you're sorry about their circumstances. You have pity because there's nothing you can do? You can have pity and it and, and has nothing to do with nothing you can do. For example, there's a guy, he stopped at the uh, red light, and this guy uh, happen, happens a lot to me. A guy would come uh, up to you, and then, uh, and then he, try, he starts uh, spraying something in your windshield and, and, and wiping it off. First reaction is, get away from me. My first reaction, I don't know about you. Get out of here. Okay. Yeah, what you I feel the same. To yeah. my windshield. And then second, uh, the second thought is pity. Look at him. My God. Has a hustle. He looks so black. I mean, dark skinned. Okay. Uh, so, so second thought is pity. It doesn't mean you have to, you know, it's not, this, to me personally, didn't mean I couldn't do anything for him. I just wanted him to, I felt like turning on my windshield wipers. <laughs> <laughs> I had to control myself. <laughs> It has nothing to do. It is nothing you can do. It's nothing you, 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 you can do to help. Pity is just, just an affliction. Mm. Okay, thank you, Master. So what's the original question? I forgot. What's the original question? Anyone remembers? No one remembers. The question was Tin Tai. Yes, go ahead. Remind us. When a person feels pity, doesn't that mean that they are justifying their suffering and not taking responsibility? To not take responsibility that they are the cause of their suffering? No, it has nothing to do with it. Absolutely not. Pity is, is uh, you're, you're high, you're. Your, your, high, your heart feels soft, uh, but it has nothing to do, to do with taking responsibility or anything at all. It's just a feeling. Pity is just a feeling. It's just an affliction. Okay? However it comes about, it has multiple reasons, uh, infinitely many reasons why you feel pity. Uh, so, uh, no, not at all. Uh, pity is a natural thing. Uh, when you see people suffering naturally you feel pity for whatever the reasons okay and and uh, and uh, uh, for me as the example I gave you with the guy who tried to wipe my windshield you know I felt pity for him 
and and because I uh, I feel bad about my uh, my my impulse to turn on my windshield wipers, okay. So you know, he's he's subject to a lot of such a, such a, a rejection and and uh, and um, and. Uh, um, Mm, 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 offensive thoughts from his potential clients. So yes, I feel pity uh, because of that. Because I I can see uh, that you you have to be become thick skinned and pretend to ignore all those things so that you can get a buck or two. Okay, uh, and so uh, so pity has nothing to do with uh, when you. Pity has many, many uh, reasons uh, for, especially for uh, 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 unusual people like myself. Uh, yeah. uh, anything else? Anyone else? Yes, five. A Di Đà Phật, sẵn nói về phiền não thì con có một câu hỏi là nếu có một người mà có thể là vì trầm cảm cho nên họ có rất là nhiều phiền não mà họ đem cái phiền não đó họ kể lễ cho mình nghe hoài mình cũng uh, an ủi giải thích nhưng mà họ vẫn ôm cái phiền não của họ thì câu hỏi của con là mình tiếp tục mình nghe cho họ vơi bớt một chút phiền não rồi mình phớt lờ hay là mình né họ không có muốn nghe nữa. Ai gì đạo Phật? Amitabha Master, um, so uh, we've already been talking about affliction. So I have a question. For example, if uh, there's a person that is very depressed and he or she has a lot of afflictions. And they bring that affliction, they just talk to us, keep talking to us about their afflictions. And we keep um, explaining and trying to encourage them. So however, they just keep holding on to their afflictions. And uh, so I want to ask, Master, is that whether we still keep continue to hear that affliction so that is lesson for them or we try to avoid and don't need to listen to that affliction anymore, that person anymore? It depends on who that person is. Is that your husband? <laughs> is that your son? Yeah, your daughter-in-law? Is it a total stranger? Oh, a relative. Is it a close relative or a distant relative? Okay. Is this relative uh, uh, live, the, 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 is it she or he? Does she live close by? There's a reason for all these questions. Yeah, uh, yeah, sống ở xa. 
Very far away, right? So yeah. she calls on the phone, yes? Yeah, I think Okay, very good. Help her out. Now you have the details. How can we deal with this? How should she deal with this? Hmm? Master O Abbot, should she recite one Yin Bodhisattva's name? Cái này theo con nghĩ là cái cái quan niệm cá nhân thôi. Cô có thể là làm ngơ cũng được, mà cô muốn giúp cũng được thôi. Nếu mà một phiền não mất thì giờ quá thì mình tìm cách tránh nhưng mà khi mốt người ta nói nữa thì cũng trải cái lòng ra cho người ta bớt cái đau khổ của người ta. Mình coi như cái tiếng gió thổi có cái gì phải phiền, tiếng gió thổi. Mình xin hết. Với thứ hai là cặp phẩm hôm môn dạy mình bi quán, cặp từ quán. Tại sao phải sợ mất thời gian mà mà tránh người ta? Nếu mà mình có thời gian, một cái đó một cái cơ hội để mình giúp mình cái từ với cái bi. Mình xin hết. Uh, Amitabha Master, I think that this is depending on uh, each person's perspective, personal perspective. Um, you can have a choice to ignore, it's okay as well, and you can also help every time uh, they call you or you're trying to open your heart and maybe think of it as just the wind flew by and you don't give rise to your own affliction. However, uh, there's a universal uh, door chapter. There's a verse which says, um, uh, compassionate contemplation uh, together with uh, kindness contemplations so why do you have to be afraid of losing times uh, to try to help other people? That is something called the compassion. That is something called kindness. You too. From Peter, she can put the phone on speaker, then mute her and, and do the dishes or whatever while the distant relative continues to complain. This way she can multitask and not get too drained. This way the relative can vent and get relief and the dishes gets done too. My wife taught me this trick. God, you are heartless. American efficiency. Hmm. Okay, uh, very good. This is what I was, uh, I'm, I'm very glad to hear the old abbot's uh, uh, input uh, because uh, this is what cultivation is about. This is why you cultivate. You cultivate in order to you develop your wisdom so that you can help others solve the wisdom. It's not about cultivation from our perspective. It's not about telling people how much you know about the sutras, about, uh, about Buddhism. That's your knowledge. It has very little to do with them. Hmm. Cultivation, I want to emphasize for all of you especially, 
if you are in a position like, like the old abbot, is about helping people uh, have a better life by learning to solve their problems. Is that clear? You have to change a mode where you, before, you just uh, tell people of this and that and, 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 uh, and, and uh, reveal your expensive knowledge, uh, book knowledge. Uh, it has, it has very, it's not very useful at all. This is, for, this is for the typical Chinese and Vietnamese and what you have at Japanese and Korean and so forth. They, they only quote theories. They don't really have exact solutions tailored to a person's needs. Okay? Uh, that's no wisdom there. It's basically, they're dictionaries. Uh. All right. Uh, yes, five. A di đạo Phật con xin nói rõ hơn và là cái vấn đề của cái cô này đó ai cũng thấy mà chỉ có mình cô đó không thấy thôi là cổ chấp mình là cái người lớn nhất trong gia đình mình có công với gia đình và mình làm cái gì cũng đúng hết cho nên là đối với sáu người em của cổ cổ rầy rà cổ càm ràm cổ phiền hà đủ thứ rồi cô đem cái đó đó cổ complain với người nào mà cổ phone mà muốn giúp cổ mà cái giải quyết đó không được bởi vì cổ luôn luôn chấp là cổ đúng mà cổ thấy mọi người là sai cho nên không giải quyết được I would like to uh, elaborate, uh, explain more about this lady's problem is that I think everybody all see the problem and only her does not see herself because she's attached. Is that she has a lot of merit for her working for her family. Everything she did is all right and everything else uh, six of her other siblings did, they're all uh, Um, cô cái sáu uh, người em của cô đó làm là sai hay là như thế nào vậy cô? Con không có hiểu cái khúc này. Cái cô đó là người cô cho cô là lớn nhất trong gia đình và cô cho tất cả những người em của cô đều nghĩ sai và làm sai. So she is the uh, elders eldest sister in the family and Everything that her all all other six siblings did, she think that is wrong, and they did it wrong. So that she become afflicted, and she complained to everybody uh, she's in the phone call with, and people wanted to help her. However, she is still attached that she's always right, and everybody else is wrong. So therefore, there's no way to resolve that problem. Okay. Mm -hmm. Any any other inputs? This is a very common problem, isn't it? I'm sure you've seen quite a few, or you've heard quite a few cases like this. Yes, too. Thank you, Master. I I feel it depends on your samadhi level. So, for example, I I have one of friends. She has a very severe. Uh, depression. I I know that every time, 
I hear her voice, I'll be afflicted, no matter what he's talking about, uh, complain or not complain. The voice makes me so afflicted. So I, 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 I know I cannot handle it. Uh, so so I, you just learned something new today. Put her on mute and then go do the dishes. <laughs> Feed your cat. <laughs> he, uh, she won't call me. She, um, she has been uh, homeless for a while. She lives in her car. And uh, he put uh, a lot of stuff at my house. That's the way I help her. I also give her, give her some suggestion about find a job or something like that. But uh, I don't think I can solve her problem. I cannot solve the problem for her. I, I can give her suggestion. But uh, sometimes I even ask her if maybe she won't come to the temple with me. There's lunch, the Dharma talk. I feel it's a help. But uh, she doesn't have the blessing to take my offer, so that's okay. I I just do what I can, what I can do. And uh, other friends of mine, uh, she also complain a lot. Um, but uh, I feel I can handle it. I I, I just listen, and uh, sometimes I also give some my suggestion, even I think she doesn't really need, need that. She just want to talk. She, she just want to complain to someone. Mm-hmm. Uh, done with me, she will find other people to complain the same, the same words. So it's okay. I can handle it. I just listen. If I cannot take much, so much, I will leave. It's okay, I feel. Okay. Okay, very good. Thank you. How about you, uh, uh, teacher? What, how would you solve this problem, these types of issues? It happens Hello? a lot. Um, um, I'm going to say, being a big sister, um, I... You're get... also a big sister. you elders? Yes. Oh, okay. Um, Didn't know that. So one of my sisters, sometimes she, uh, she and I are close, and she, um, she calls... And I do sometimes jump to conclusion and think she need me to resolve it, like give her suggestion. But then she had to remind me, like she just want to hear it, hear, let me hear her vent. So I think I have to remember that first, and 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 ask her at the end, like, uh, like maybe rephrase what she I heard her talking, and then. Ask if she want my suggestion because I think as natural human instinct, we always want to help others, but we have to remember that do they want the help, and mm. if they're are they open to it or are they just wanting to be heard? Mm. That's that's a different. See, it's from a teacher perspective. Very good. Anyone else would like to talk? You have a big family too. I'm sure that you <laughs> like 95 people in your family. I'm sure you must have, you know, people, this type of issues. Hello. And you being a nice guy, I'm sure they come and do that to you too. No? Four. Uh, so whatever people complain, I tell them, you need to change, you flip your mind. Right? You need to think positive. Because 
But if I give suggestions, they don't hear anyway. So my suggestion to them is you have to learn to think positive. This uh, what he says. His approach is that you're wrong, uh, change, and don't bother me anymore. <laughs> and it worked. <laughs> they don't call him at all anymore. <laughs> he has his reputation. Every time someone calls him to, you know, to complain, he says, you're wrong. <laughs> okay, cut it out. <laughs> it worked for him. <laughs> yes, five. Di Đà Phật, dạ con cũng có một cái trick để giúp cô á, nhưng mà tạm thời thì chứ không có lâu dài được. Là cô nói có một người con, con trai duy nhất và cô rất là hãnh diện với người con đó. Thì con để cho cô nói nhiều, 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 nhiều rồi cái thì con bắt qua, con hỏi chuyện về người con thì cô đổi đề tài thì cô có vẻ vui hơn. A meter for master. Uh, so I, uh, I just want to let you know I also have. Oh, I just want to share that I have a, a, a trick that actually temporarily help, but cannot do in the long term. Is that she? She said she has a um, one and only son, and she's very proud of that son. So then sometimes uh, I'm allow her to speak, to talk, whatever she want, and then. I try to change the topic and talk about uh, her son, and she become happier. Okay, I'm way mom. I know for me, when I'm uh, really uh, afflicted and I just kind of want to talk to somebody, I know uh, if I vent to my mom, She's gonna get really mad because she, she takes it personally. So um, I know that. I know if, if you get afflicted by someone else getting afflicted, because sometimes people just need to let it out, I think that's the worst thing you can do. I think the best thing you can do is, is, is to stay calm and just listen to it. That's what's helped me. Mm. Okay, so your mom, does she blow her off her steam on you or? It's only you blowing off your steam on her. Oh, yeah, she blows off the steam all the time on me. I'm kind of the person she goes to to blow off the steam. I see. So are you her favorite? Uh, no. Okay, okay, fine. Uh, all right, very good. Anyone else? Okay, good question. This is a very typical problem. I'm glad you asked, I'm actually asked, okay? Uh, here's a problem. The problem is that invariably it happens to all of us. There's someone who comes and, and complains, 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 and then you listen sympathetically and then show sympathy and compassion, and guess what? They keep on calling you and complain, complain, complain. And, and so uh, here's, a, here, here's the issue. The issue is, first of all, okay, uh, they're afflicted. When you see an afflicted person, can you talk reason to, to her or not? And don't be so sexist. 
Okay, I use her, but I also mean him. <laughs> okay, uh, so when they're afflicted, can they listen to reason? They can't. That's the bottom line. Okay? Yeah. So when people are afflicted, well, they need to vent. All of you got the experience, that experience already. You figure it out already. They basically need to vent. And you happen to be there. You happen to be available. Okay? So let them vent. And her concern is that I'm wasting my time because it keeps on, re it keeps on repeating. It, it, it doesn't end. It goes on and on. Every time she has a problem, she calls me to vent. Okay? Uh, and, and that's why I ask her, how far does she live? If she's close, I would let her vent more often. If she's very far away, you know, use a Peter principle. Put her on mute. <laughs> okay? Uh, so the point here is that it doesn't matter what you need to do, what you want to do. The first thing is that you must allow people to vent. They're afflicted. Okay? Part of your yuksin you cultivate, therefore, you are able to take it more than others. So it's an act of kindness and compassion for you, whether it's a, a relative, close or distant, doesn't matter, or a total stranger. The mere fact that you, uh, on purpose, decide to let the person vent, is a good thing to do, regardless of whether you solve, you can solve the problems or not, whether you can help or not, is not that important. The first thing is that if the person who's afflicted cannot vent, she will go crazy. And she will do stupid things to others. So in the mere fact you're allowing them to vent, you're actually helping a lot of people. Not have to go through well, her explosion, her, her implosion. Okay, she, if, especially if she's depressed and so forth, you're not only helping uh, a lot of other people, save them from a lot of afflictions, from her venting, okay, but also, you're also helping her not become, not getting more afflicted and then do something stupid like hurting herself or running away from life. So you're helping already by allowing people to vent. Okay? And you have cultivation. You are able to hear one ear and drop it the next. Yeah? Okay? You let it go through. That's all you do. As the old abbot said, okay, you are able to absorb it and drop it, absorb it and drop it. That's what Chan meditation can do. This is where you are skilled. You are developing the skill to do that. Whereas this lady here does not do Chan, therefore she cannot do it herself. Okay? Helping does not necessarily mean you have to solve the problem. Helping the first step is to let them vent. You have to release, help them release the pressure. Okay? And if 
you are able to do that, then maybe she's, you, you can go to the next phase where when the head is clear, then she can listen to reason. But when, until the head is clear, you can't really help them at all. You just have to let them vent. That's all. Okay. So that's the first, that's the first, uh, the first aspect of it. Second aspect is she's not spelling it out, is that she's a waste of my time. I can't really do much for her. She only calls me to vent. And my answer to her again is that, let her vent. Okay? It's not about a matter of time anymore. You seem to be so attached to time. You say, this is not a good use of my time. Not at all. You're wrong. If you happen to pick up the phone, she's there, uh, believe me. Uh, it's a good use of your time because you're saving, uh, you're sparing a lot of people, your family, your relatives, and friends, and society of a lot of grief from this woman who can do a lot of damage to her family since she's the firstborn. Hmm? If she cannot vent to you, she's going to go crazy and... and and hurt a lot of her family. So actually, you are making a difference already. It's not a waste of your time at all. Okay? And that's I need to emphasize to you. You're so obsessed with saying, it's not a good use of my time. I'm older now. I'm, I don't want to waste my time. My time is valuable. You're wrong. You're so wrong there. You're older now. Yes, that's a fact. But to say that now, now I need to maximize the use of my time, not waste my time anymore, you have to drop that. You're older now, yes, but you have the samadhi power to be able to absorb it, and therefore it's your responsibility to help people when you're presented with an opportunity. That's us. Drop it, cut it out. You don't have to win all the time. You don't have to optimize your time all the time. Cut it out. You hear? That's number one. That's your problem. You need to, you need to, you need to be aware of that. Okay? You don't want to waste time, but this is different because people seek you out and they are crying for help. And you are in a position where yeah, I can spare some time to help. At least my point to you is that since your time is limited, try to help her diffuse it a little bit. That is helping already. So you learn to develop the skills to make her diffuse very quickly, diffuse her affliction very quickly. If you are pressed for time, then develop the skills to help a vent quicker and better. That's all. But don't ignore her and say, it's not a good use of my time. You know, you keep on calling me it's the same problem over and over again. It's not the same thing. Every time she vents, you're helping. So learn, figure out how to help her diffuse faster. That's all. That's the first objective. The first mission is to help her diffuse. It's not just about your relative, but what could be anyone else. They come to us and they're afflicted. It is our responsibility, okay, when we have a chance, to help diffuse it. 
Because that's how we quietly help our community, our society, by not allowing things to get out of control. No, no, no one knows. But that's our responsibility. You understand? We do it not because we want recognition, because we because it's rewarding to us. No, we do it because we're supposed to, because we're able, because we have the opportunity. That's all. There's no rewards at all, and total waste of our time. Yes, but we still do it. You understand, as you get higher and higher, you improve more, and I pray to God you will, you will realize that most of your time is wasted on losers. You know what I mean? It doesn't matter. The more you improve, you realize most of your time is a waste anyway because these losers don't get it. Okay? So cut it out. Okay. That's number one. Help diffuse people's affliction. That's our jobs. Why? Because we can diffuse ourselves very quickly. Unlike them. Okay? Number two. We're talking immediate term and we're talking about longer terms. Okay? Can we help long term or not? The answer is, as you decided, it's no. She won't listen. Okay? You listen to her already many, many times. You get the point right now. You're afflicted because you feel it's a waste of your time. Okay? Again, I emphasize, no, it's not a waste of your time. You're helping her family a lot more than you realize. You're helping her relatives a lot more than you realize. Okay? Now, the next question, next issue is, how can I help? How can I solve her problems? Okay? Uh, you decided you can't because she's impossible. Okay? And you probably are right. So what to do? Hmm? You have to now, next step is that if you realize you can't solve her problem, then you have to be blunt with her. You have to be honest with her and says, you know, it's the same problem over and over again. I'm not sure I can help you solve this problem. Cup some of your heart. You let her vent first, but then you say, next step, can I help you solve the problem? I can't. I can't help you solve this problem. I hope you feel free to call me and vent, but I cannot help you solve this problem. You have to be honest with her. Agree, disagree. For him, he's like, you know, uh, you, his problem, he passes the buck on to someone else. Okay? I, I prefer you honest with people and said, I can't help you. Because so and so and so. Very short, because, because it seems to me this problem keeps on happening and I can't help you because from my perspective, You keep on blaming others. You 
if your relatives, your sisters are wrong, your siblings are wrong, okay, it's them. You're the orders. You're supposed to embrace their being wrong. You're not supposed to judge them. That's what being elderly, being older and supposedly wiser person is supposed to do. Embrace the flaws. Embrace their inadequacies. Embrace their stupidities. That's called wisdom. Okay? You have to be honest with her. Don't say, yeah, I don't know, I don't know how to solve this problem. Can we be honest to ourselves and share with them with just a little bit? So that at least if they don't if they disagree, it's still there's still a respect from their part that says, Oh, this person cares for me, she really cares for me after all. That's what you want to leave with them. I care for you. I can't help you solve the problem because from my perspective, I probably am wrong because I'm not you. But this is how I see it. Very quickly, very briefly. Don't try to convince her. Just tell her briefly. That's all you do. And then next time she calls, I see, remember her last time? We happen, it's happening to me again. I'm sorry. I'm not, I haven't improved at all. I haven't changed at all. I just see you as a problem. The problem is coming from you, not the other people. That's what you tell her. Okay? It takes repetition. That's what you can do. I do it differently. With you guys, that's all you have to offer. But that's being honest with yourself and being honest with the people that you have a chance to help. You say, I can't help you because it's from my limited vision, my limited wisdom, this is how I see it. And that's all you have to offer. And one day, okay, with God's help, Buddha's help, whatever you want to call it, okay? Someday she says, I'm fed up, you are right. I keep on calling you, and I vent with you, and then you tell me the same thing over and over again, okay? And, you know, if she disagrees with you, you know what she's going to do? She said, I'm done with you. I'm fed up with you. You keep on feeding me nonsense. I'm not calling you anymore. Let her make that choice. But if she chooses to keep on calling you, it's because it's begin to, beginning to sink in slowly your analysis. Make sense or not? People are not stupid. They don't waste time either. They come to you, they call you to vent at works, and then they still want to listen to you, okay? Because it starts sinking in. It takes time for people to change. At least you give them your perspective so that they have a chance, they have fresh perspectives on the problems. That's important. Doesn't mean they'll change right away. But again, if if they're coming back, keep on coming back, you keep on stressing the problem. And one day you do that. One day she'll wake up. And you know it when you know it when she says, So what do we need to do? That you arrived. Patience paramita. 
Hmm? You patiently endure it. You patiently repeat the same thing over and over again. Okay? Maybe using different angles, different perspective, using the sun or whatever. But the point is that you patiently endure it. You patiently try to help clarify the situation for her. Shed more light on the problems for her. Okay? And when you do that often enough, long enough, she'll wake up. And he says, what do I need to do? Okay? That's a different issue. You have to ask again. But that's all you can do right now. She needs to wake up and say, it's my fault, and you are right. Absolutely right. But your approach in solving the problem is, is still, is still, uh, is still not, not very good because you have this attachment, it's a waste of time. It's never a waste of time to help others. Never. It's only a waste of time because you don't know how to help others. Okay? Agree, Oma? Yes. Your abbot has wants to add. And then recite one in Bodhisattva's name. Con có chia sẻ với cái trường hợp này là bà chị lớn của con cũng giống cái bà đó đó. Bà năm nay 87 tuổi rồi, trong nhà bà là đại bàng ở trong nhà luôn. Không có ai mà dám đụng bà hết á. Rồi nuôi chim, nuôi chó, rồi, rồi nuôi chó để bán cho con, rồi nuôi chim, bán chim con, đó là bà làm đủ chuyện hết. Bây giờ mình làm cái gì bây giờ? Thì con mỗi lần con tu được bao nhiêu công đức mà tụng kinh rồi đó, thì con hồi hướng cho bà. Ở đây ví dụ với cô tụng kinh ở đây với nghe Pháp của Thầy nè. Sau khi hồi hướng rồi đó mình ngừng khoảng chừng 30 giây một phút. Mình nghĩ tới người đó mình hồi hướng cái phước đó cho họ. Không phải vô cớ mà Thầy Tổ dạy mình hồi hướng đâu. Thì suốt 30 năm rồi kìa rồi con gái tôi nó về nó nói Ủa sao Thầy chuyển cả gia đình mình hay quá vậy. Thì cái bà đó bây giờ đứng ra vận động một người bạn khác. Thỉnh bà dị cho năm chị em trong cái nhà bà bạn đó với bà luôn là sáu người đều thỉnh bà dị giảng sanh 49 ngày. Và bà vận động mấy người kia giàu lắm. Bà vận động là thỉnh cái xá lợi Sibali cho chùa Huy Sơn Tử ở dưới đó. Từ cái bà mà cái không thế nào động giảm vô được. Bà đại bàng ở trong nhà. Thì mình chỉ âm thầm, mình hồi hướng công đức, mình tu được cho họ thôi. Ôm khả được, đây giờ tôi nói tiếp. Uh, Amitofo, I uh, would like to share one situation is this. My uh, eldest sister is similar to the lady that Yunya was talking about. Um, so she is 87 years old and she feels like she's the ego in the family. Is that nobody can touch her. Uh, she um, raised birds and raise dogs and sell it for others, but nobody can do anything to her. So then every time I recite sutra or I did meritorious deeds, I dedicate merit and virtue to her. So I just did that. Maybe it's only take 30 seconds to a minute 
to transfer the merit and virtue. So I have been doing this for so many years quietly. And then my daughter came back to Vietnam and he asked me, how come you, how, what did you do to change the family in a very uh, good way like this? So then her, that eldest sister, they encouraged the whole family to request 49 days uh, Dharma for Master. And also she's the one who encouraged uh, the whole family to acquire the Civelli relics for the temple. So this work that I have been doing just quietly transferred the merit and virtue to them. Can I continue? Yeah. 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 <coughs> Thì con thấy cái đó nó kết quả đó. Mình tụng kinh, mình đạp biết nói là khổ nguyện trầm nê chư chúng sanh tóc giảng vô lượng quan Phật sát. Thì tạo sao không không nguyện cho cái người thân nhân đó hay là một người lạ nào đó. Cái người đó chứ gần như cái mức độ điên rồi, họ không biết gì hết. Đó. Thì làm những chuyện như vậy thì mình không giúp được thì mình chuyển cái phước báo cho họ. Tôi xin hết. So therefore, I think that there's a lot of way that to show your care, that you're caring for the people. So if you cannot talk to them, then you can uh, transfer your blessing, merit and virtue uh, to uh, these people. There's a verse in the sutra which say that universally transfer the merit and virtue to those living beings who sing in the defilement to quickly reborn in the land of uh, ultimate bliss. Uh, so if you cannot know the way to help the persons, you cannot help them uh, in that way, why don't you uh, transfer your blessings to these people who is on the verge of going crazy. That's it. Okay, very good. Uh, thank you. That's a good point. The good point is that, finally the, good po the point is that the reason that when you advise, give her advices, give her advices, she cannot listen, she doesn't get it, Okay, especially Dharma advices, is because she doesn't have Dharma blessings. Like the old abbot just said. Okay? And so, so what you can do is so what he recommended, create blessings for her, whatever means, by uh, praying, by transferring merit and virtues, by reciting a Buddha's name, Wanyin Bodhisattva's name, whatever, and give the merit and virtues to her. And that will speed up her, uh, her, her, um, her problem resolution. Okay? Very good. Excellent discussion today. Thank you very much. Let's stop here and go to lunch. Thank you all for coming. No applause. It's okay. You are so insincere. <laughs> May your tongue seen.